This podcast is brought to you by the award-winning prop firm, Fidel Crest, and is for entertainment purposes only. Not to take advantage of the situation, it was the best year of my life. I was making serious, serious monies on a daily basis at that point. A lot of it's already on YouTube and Instagram, where yeah. I've actually documented, you know, for I think two or three months on a daily basis, like all these trades. But I'm getting that same feeling now again. I'm getting back to trading larger, larger sizes again. We're talking about 10, 100, 200 standard lots, you know, coming in at a much more frequent Right. And I think I'm going to take it all the way up to 2000 standard lots over the course of the next year, year and a half. If there's a person who's beyond the average person, right, I get like maybe 10 out of 100 who think like this. Right. They think wealth. They don't think rich. Rich means lots of cash, mm. which can burn and you can be back on the streets. Wealth means it will never end. It will keep coming. As traders, there is no attachment to the glass, but someone else who needs the glass to run his restaurant or something like that, for them, it's important. For them, it's important what price they buy it. For traders, the price doesn't matter. The product doesn't matter. For us is, do we see a margin where we can make money? Because the approach to trading is a little bit flawed. Right now, the approach to trading is I see something on Instagram, I'm really attracted by it, and then I go to trading. I burn my hand a little bit, I study, and then I get better and better and better. And it's a long journey, right? That's the general mm -hmm. consensus right now. But we don't really take a step back and be like, well, what are you doing this for? Episode 227. All right, folks, we've got Naveen Prithia back here on the show after five years. Can't believe it. It's been that long. Uh, he is back on dropping value bombs. In fact, he's got a completely new way to get traders from being noobs or even intermediate or struggling long-term traders all the way through to being successful, profitable traders. You're going to hear that in the show coming up in a second. He also broke out the price chart, went through candlestick patterns and trend lines. Now, what I've done is I've broken those videos out into two separate videos that are going to be here on the channel very soon. So stay subscribed for those. And instead, what we have is episode two, the best bits from his episode two that we shot five years ago. So still a ton of value in there as well, folks. This is all coming up here on Trading It in a second. Do remember other things happening on the channel. We've got the Jamie Palmer Support and Resistance Series. I know part one went down a storm. So we've got part two dropping this week. We've also got the guys on the live stream. So go and check them out because there could be something special in there happening this week as well. So please go and check that out. All over there on Trading Nut. Enough from me. Let's get on with the show. Fidel Crest is an award-winning prop firm that funds traders with up to $2 million and offers generous profit splits up to 90%. So one thing that really sets Fidel Crest apart is their no minimum trading days requirement on their challenge and verification stages. On top of that, traders who successfully pass the challenge and verification stages are eligible to receive a bonus payout of up to 30K on top of their funded stage profit split payout on performance. And be sure to use promo code TRADINGNUT, all one word, to get 10% off your next challenge. Click the link in the description below or the card above to find out more. All right, folks, we have a special treat for you today. We've got guest number two of the Trading Up podcast back on, and I'm currently about to release episode 222. It's Naveen Prithiani here all the way from Dubai. Welcome back to the show after this, such a long time. Hi, hi, Cam. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, look, I'm great. I mean, it's been, we had a look at the dates and it has been in fact, five years since you were last on. So I've obviously yeah. been been at this for five years, knocking these shows out. And I'm so nice, glad nice. to get you back on and, and A, just to catch up and see what you've been doing in the last five years. Um, B, what you're doing now. And then C, we're going to try and dive in and see if we can, I suppose, get a bit of information in terms of, I, I know you guys have been working hard on the background and reinventing things almost to, to get some insight into some of that. So let's start off with, 
where you know what have you been doing for the last five years? You've obviously gone through COVID and everything. I mean, how did how did all that pan out, and how how's how the market's been treating you? Okay, okay. Well, well, first of all, um, congratulations on reaching two hundred plus episodes. That that's that's uh, that's a great feat. Thank that's you. a great feat. I'm, yeah. And I'm happy I was there at the early parts of your journey. Uh, yeah, so it's yeah, honor. brilliant, brilliant. So, um, thank you, thank you for that. Um, last five years has been it's been good. Um, when we lasted our call, I was in Thailand. I was living there, uh, and shortly after, I migrated to Dubai, uh, settled down here bought a house in the financial district um, and never looked back. You know, it's, it's, it's home. I picked up something called a golden visa here that the government offered. And uh, it's just, it's beautiful. I, I wouldn't live anywhere else in the world at, at the moment. So, well, yeah. um, I, I did interview somebody recently who was a Dubai resident, not mm-hmm. from Dubai, but yeah, they, they were loving it saying, you know, it was, you know, it's one of the safest places around right. in, the, in the world almost, I suppose. It's 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 basically living in Disneyland forever. Right. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right. Okay. It's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Um. Yeah. So we had our fair share of difficulties during you know the pandemic, and uh, yeah, you know it, it. My main, my personal main concern was I need to take care of my team. You know the team who 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 helps out everyone else, right? Because if I want to help out everybody else, I need to take care of my team. And there was a bit of panic in, in my firm of like, oh, what are we going to do? Do we need to get vaccinated? Or some people are living overseas and they couldn't travel back home. And, you know, we're trying to do everything we can to see, well, how can we facilitate that? How, how can we make sure that the person's mind is calm? And should we go out there and just stay with him or her for a temporary time just so, you know, they know we're there for them, you know, so, so that, that, that was a bit of a uh, difficult scene, but on the trading side of things, it was, you know, not to take advantage of the situation. It was the best, best year of my life um, where I, I, I was making serious, serious monies on a daily basis at that point. Um, a lot of it's already on YouTube and Instagram where yeah. I've actually documented, you know, for I think two or three months on a daily basis, like all these trades. Um, so, but I'm getting that same feeling now again. So interesting. I'm, I'm getting, getting, getting back to trading larger, larger sizes. Again, we're talking about 10, 100, 200 standard lots, you know, coming in at a much more frequent rate. And I think I'm going to take it all the way up to 2000 standard lots, uh, over the next, over the course of the next year, year and a half. So I'm getting ready again to really pump the pedal. So. And so, so was it was the coronavirus sort of, uh, I suppose, market behavior? Was that what got you to the point where you're like, right, I'm really, I'm ready to pump the pedal, or was it more? I mean, and are you seeing are you seeing that sort of same kind of behavior starting again? Is that what you mean? Yeah. So, so what we specialize in at Urban Forex is trying to understand a churn of a market, right? Whether that's a trend pullback situation or that's range trading. Or, or or anything like that. We're basically trying to time a turn at a certain well, and and we do that quite well. Where we look at the markets and we're like, it's going to go this way, and it's going to head that way in the next so and so period of time. We can be off by a few candles here and there, but it's we're generally very good at it. So whenever I see that on a, a larger time frame where I see correlation across the markets where the S&P is doing certain things and the dollar index is doing certain things, I'm like, 
okay, I have a sense of where this is going because I sort of sniff out the larger player's actions because that's what I what we do. We don't really say what you do is what makes the market. We're more of like what you do has no impact. <laughs> it's it's you listen to what the market is telling you. That's where the real money is, and we're talking money in tens of billions of dollars per transaction. So forget about thinking what you do makes a difference. Just focus on what is being done and what are they trying to tell you. You know. Okay, so and so so you're sort of. And, and you're and when you're sort of talking about a, a turn in the market, are you talking about like a if you're talking time frames, what time frame are you looking at specifically or time frames? So so it could be any time frame. So whether that be the daily, the weekly, uh, the monthly. So anytime there's a correction, there is a turn that reverts back to the correction, right? Like it goes back with the trend. That turning and uh, that turning point is the element which everyone refers to as my timing, I need to get my timing right, timing. You know, everyone talks about timing and saying, if I only just had timing right, then life would be a lot better. Um, we specialize in timing, so. And, and are you are you looking at getting in, a, I suppose, stacking positions at different places along the way to, to get into these trades? Or is it more like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna take this one trade from here to here and, and that's it? So we teach that. I personally don't do that. But uh, one of my students who has a fund in New York now, uh, what he does is, you know, he picks up a position from a monthly and then he has his traders down on the hourly, just keep adding and adding and adding and adding. Mm -hmm. So he really compounds the hell out of it. Like um, he, he just needs one right move in the whole year and he will make more money than a lot of players on, on Wall Street. And, and is he is he your most successful student, or have you got others that have? He is. He is. He, he is uh, my most successful student when it comes to numbers. Right. I, I've had students who are a lot more disciplined, who are a lot more understanding of all the edges I teach. Um, but if the bottom line is, well, how much did you make? Then yeah, I would say this guy is more successful. Yeah, and and is that because he scaled better, or because he's. he's he scaled better because so see one of the things that we we love to do is we never look at trading as trading because when when people approach us um we're actually updating our website as well to make it a little bit more holistic uh and that's where you know why uh, i've been uh, behind the scenes a little bit for the whole year you know generally i pump out lots of youtube videos and stuff like that and people are waiting for that but um, I've been more on the back end trying to develop some stuff because the approach to trading is a little bit flawed. Um, and right now, the approach to trading is I see something on Instagram, I'm really attracted by it, and then I go to trading. I burn my hand a little bit, I study, and then I get better and better and better. And it's a long journey, right? That's the general mm -hmm. consensus right now. But we don't really take a step back and be like, well, what are you doing this for? You know, I, I love to specialize in saying, let's work backwards. W what is it that you're trying to accomplish? You're trying to buy a house? How much is the house? Where is that house located? What are you trying to do with that? Okay, how many trades do you need for that? What kind of trades do you need for that? Do you want to be stressed out? Do you want to scalp your way there? Or do you want to swing your way there? So this student, particularly who's done really well, he's worked from the end goal backwards. And that's why he he's like, I just need one edge from you, Naveen. That's very easy, very simple. I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to even waste my time. That's painful to hear, but that's it works. <laughs> it works. So 
So then he just picked up on one edge and just kept batting and batting and batting. And, you know, he's out there now. So I like that. That is a, that is a great way to look at it. And is this what you're updating on the site at the moment? Yes, because I've seen success come faster when people actually think about what is it that they want rather than I want the process. Because yeah. trading is the process. It's the process to make the cash and cash itself is a representation of something that you're going to buy. So rather than focusing on the process, why don't we just take a look at what is it that you actually want? Mm. And the vague answer always is I want a good life. A good life is endless. A good life could mean just sitting down with your partner, having coffee at the, you know, at the nearest coffee shop. What does a good life mean in terms of monetary? Why trade? Once we answer that, then it becomes a little bit more streamlined, right? And in terms of, uh, do you really want to sit in front of your computer 12 hours a day? Is that part of the end goal? You know, so. Yeah. And so how do, you, how do you break it back to like, uh, I suppose somebody goes, well, this is what I want to get to. Sure. Maybe they haven't got an invest. Do they have to have like a minimum investment amount to make that viable so that they're not, you know, sat there making 3% a month on a, on a, $400 account and sure. you know 20 years later they they can go and have a coffee down at the shop with their wife and go I'm living my best life you know is it is your yeah. how do you get around that kind of kind of thing okay so so there there are certain things right so let's say you know let's go with that $400 account so a $400 account person if he's looking at buying a 10 million dollar house and saying that's what I want to do yeah it's not going to happen in the next month Right. You know, you're going to have to work towards it and you're going to have to work towards something, you know, dealing with compounding. And if you're going to have to deal with something called compounding, that means you need to have a very high win percentage. You cannot have losses. Okay. And, and that means you have to be very careful of what style of edge you trade and you have to be very picky with that to limit your losses to make sure you have a win percentage above 85%, 90% to make sure you can compound. Mm. Because if you're compounding and you're raising your lot sizes and then boom, one loss or two losses or three losses in a row, oh, that's going to wipe out a lot of these things because you're not incrementally increasing your lot sizes. You're compounding, you're going at full speed. Okay. So that can, that can be very detrimental uh, to that individual. All right, folks, I'm here at Blackpool Markets headquarters in Auckland, New Zealand. You can see this amazing view behind me of Auckland Harbour. Now, talking about views, if you do want to get free TradingView Pro, then all you need to do is trade one lot a month at Blackpool Markets, and they're going to give you free TradingView Pro. So, folks, to find out more, click the link in the description below or the card above. So, so you, you've sort of worked out a way to, to make, make it so that anyone can really, depending on, regardless of their situation, I suppose, to a certain degree, you know, they obviously do need some sort of capital um, to can can, you know, realistically achieve the goal they're after with their, with trading or, or whatever other other means, you know, they're, they're looking to achieve. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if there is a person who's focused, you know, who, who's beyond the average person. Right. I get I get like maybe 10 out of 100 who think like this. Right. They think wealth. They don't think rich. OK, rich is something rich means lots of cash. Mm. which can be burned and you can be back on the streets. Wealth means it will never end. It will keep coming. I've built systems, I've built engines that will make, keep making this cash, right? Mm. So those who, who come in saying, look, I need to work on my wealth, you know, because I've, I'm already a tycoon here, or I'm a doctor there, and this is what I do. Cash is not an issue. I need to work on wealth. 
then those people, we sort of make them work on the stock side of things where you can do the trade, but I want you to own it. Yeah. Take a bit of cash out, leave it. You now own that company. Okay. For whatever percentage that may be, you own it. Don't touch it. Mm. Okay. And keep doing it. We're going to put you right up near the cycle where the markets are rising again. But when you go in, you're going to pick out a selection of good stocks that have a potential of rising in a overall rising market. And you're going to start buying stuff that you can not only just trade and take a piece out of it, but also leave the remaining piece forever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not just, you know, scale out, like just leave it. And, and is that like through sort of options trading or is it? No, no. I, I no, have no, them buy just... outright. Oh, right. Outright. Okay. These, so these are like, the people yeah. who don't have a cash issue. So. Okay. Okay. Oh, cool. Cool. And, and in terms of like, you know, helping these people get in, in the cycle at a specific point in time, how yes. do you how do you achieve that? I mean, what's the sort of uh, I suppose just you know somebody comes in, uh, what are they getting from you to be able to know that okay now's the time they want to start looking at this stock or this index sure. or this currency? What is it? Sure. So so the turning part is is the best place to practice a turn is simply to do it technically in the beginning. To when you, when you look at a chart when you're trying to time a turn, some people look at a turn as head and shoulders pattern. Some people look at a turn as, oh, uh, a doji candlestick showed up, therefore it must be a turn. Some people look at it as a, a hammer or inverted hammer has shown up, therefore it's a turn. There's many ways where people sort of have vaguely studied what a turn is, right? But it, 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 come, it boils down to, well, what is, it, what is our role in the market as a trader? I think this is what's really missing. And this is why we're re-engineering everything to bring out our new products and courses to be like that individual's in the tunnel digging through, but with his fingernails, it's going to take a long time. You know, let's pull him back out. Like, listen, it's two hours that way to get out of the tunnel. I get it. It doesn't feel right because you come so far. Come with me. We'll go out of the tunnel. I want to train you how to use this hydraulic, you know, yeah. digger. <laughs> yeah. And then go back in. And once you get to where you were, you'll go faster beyond that point. So it's like sometimes you just sort of have to pull them away and be like, listen, you keep clawing your, clawing your way. This is a very long, slow, deadly process. You know. And have you had many, many traders? And I, I suppose like the majority of traders out there are probably in that tunnel, right? The majority. So have you had yeah. many that have that you've had to pull out and how hard is it for somebody to come back to the start of the tunnel and, you know, stop whatever they were doing and, you know, just it's, really start from scratch again? It's not hard, I would say. It's not hard. Um, it, you know, I, I I hear many, you know, I, I watch a lot of these podcasts and, you know, I, I like to watch yours. I like to watch so many podcasts and I, and I hear people talking about it's so tough. It's so tough. I have students this. I have students that at the end of the day, it's. If you're dedicated to helping someone, tough is a, is a simple word that's just an adjective that you decide to put on it or you don't put on it. Mm. You just don't put that word on there that it's so hard. What, you're not going to do it? You're going to do it anyway. So stop labeling it tough. Just do it. Like, it's okay. And a lot of my students, if, if I go into that and, and change their perspective of, look, I know you've been at this for like five years or three years or two years. And then they show me their account statements. And it's like, it's like a roller coaster where it goes up, 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 sometimes slowly. And then it goes down really fast. You know, that's what our typical roller coaster is, right? It goes yeah, down. Yeah, fast. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
they have those periods. And, and when, when we look at that, it's like, okay, why did you push the gas pedal so hard here? You know, it's not about, did you trade right or wrong? Let's dig back into the brain and be like, why here? And why hit it so hard? What are you missing in your life? If we take that approach, the trader is now willing to listen because he knows you're in tune with his real pain mm. or her real pain. And it's not about making a lot of money. It's making a lot of money for some reason. Mm. We need to tap into that. And yeah. as mentors uh, or educators or friends, it's our duty to make sure we, we listen rather than just keep saying, I'm the mentor, listen to me. You do exactly what I say. We have to listen. We have to listen. Mm. And I mean, look, you know, you've got you've got a big following and a big audience, and and a, no doubt a lot of cl- clients under your wing here. I mean, how do you personally manage to, I suppose, stay in, abreast of or, and on top of so many different kind of traders out there and styles and wanting to, you know, learn or I suppose wanting to come back out of that tunnel and start again, so yeah. that everyone gets a, a similar kind of experience and. You know, nobody gets like heading off in the wrong direction and, you know, they're going down another tunnel and you were like, hey, I didn't want you to go down that tunnel where they're sort of all of a sudden risking way too much and, and this sort of thing. How do you manage to keep it all sort of under under control? Yeah. So so what we do, what we're doing now um, is we, we every time we go to answer a question, we go back to sort of like quizzing them of like, wait a minute, what are you doing? You know, we start with that. It's like, what are you doing? Do you remember what your role is as a trader? What is your job? Why do you earn money in trading? So we, we can talk about this for a second um, and, and really think about it. it. Money in general, in real life, comes to a person for two main reasons or, or three, three main reasons. That first reason is I provided a service, so I got an exchange of cash. I created a product, therefore I got an exchange of cash. And then the other way is like, okay, inheritance. Okay. I didn't do anything. Yeah. Right. That's different. Yeah. Okay. But these are the two main factors. So now if I sit down a trader that who's been in the industry for like three years, four years, and I sit him down, I'm like, what is your job in the market? What are you providing? What are you making? Is, is your trend line that you drew is going to, is that what's going to get you paid? Like, did you draw the most beautiful trend line on the planet? Like, what, what are you getting paid for? Why is the money coming to you or shouldn't come to you? What is it that you're doing? And they're all dumbfounded and they're like, well, uh, well, I don't know. I just follow a strategy and I thought the strategy, I might be doing liquidity and therefore, and this word liquidity also is just something they heard on YouTube and they're just repeating, mm. but they actually don't know what their job is. Like, why do I get paid in this industry? So the paid in this industry, you have to think of yourself as an agent. Okay. Where we specialize in is you've ever seen um, like when you watch CNBC or Bloomberg or something, they always have biggest winners and the biggest losers of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from the circus, uh, you know, amusement, there's a purpose for that because that's where the action is. So when there's a biggest winner or biggest loser, and that's where those, those are the most volatile stocks or currencies that are moving in a certain way, that sort of tells you that people are trying to do that, but they're not getting filled. Okay, so if I'm if I sell these glasses, for example, you know these. Sorry, if I sell these glasses, right? 
And, and these glasses are $10 a piece. And I have 10 left. And there's thousands of people waiting to buy this. Suddenly, there was they talk about coronavirus coming yeah. or some pandemic coming yeah. back. Yeah. And suddenly, people are lining up saying, listen, I need 10 pieces for me. The next guy saying, I need 20 pieces. I need 30 pieces. As a store owner, what am I going to do? Yeah, you're going to put the price, the price up. up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I raised the price up from $10 to $100 now, but did I sell any pieces yet? No. I haven't sold anything yet. Yeah. That there is a, still a line outside my door waiting to buy until they get filled. As traders, our job as a trend pullback type of edge, when the pullback, the discount comes in, we know they're going to jump in on it. What we do is we say, well, we can't afford 2,000 pieces, but we can afford two. We'll also get in on the action and then we'll sell it back to these masses who really want this product because we have no love for the glass itself. As traders, we, there is no attachment to the glass, but someone else who needs the glass to run his restaurant or something like that, for them, it's important. For them, it's important what price they buy it. For traders, the price doesn't matter. The product doesn't matter. For us is, do we see a margin where we can make money? Mm. It's like a real estate agent. He's not going to live in the house he sells you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we yeah. are agents. We're agents looking to fill a demand that is gone a little bit crazy. So once they start to understand this, then I can tell them the pattern you trade is hot right now because the demand is hot. Now, once the demand starts fading, the same pattern will show up, but I bet you it's not gonna work. Uh, and that's when the light bulb goes off. Yeah. They're like, oh my God. So it's the same technical design, but it works here, but it doesn't work here. And I don't yeah. have to say, you know, you filter out through this trend line to that yeah. MA, none of that stuff. Just think about it. Yeah. It is, it, it, is, it is interesting. I mean, that does make a lot of sense to me in particular because I was even thinking about it this morning. I'm like, like you know, one week, this you know, certain patterns going unbelievable, everything's a winner, and then the next yeah. week, nothing. And it's like, well, what's the difference? And then I was like, there's, there's no volume. It was like, like Easter, for example. I didn't even trade sure. Easter, but Easter right. just happened. And I'm like, right. well, there's no volume in Easter, so I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit out and, and you know, it's better just not, not to be involved. And, right. um, but I thought maybe it is just the, you've got to find the one that's got the, got, got the movement, same pattern is without yeah. any movement means nothing. You can't do anything with it. Right. You can't, Absolutely. you can't make any money out of it because you, your agent fee, you're not going to get paid. You're as Correct. an agent, you're not going to get paid. I suppose is, is the way to look at it. Right. Yeah. And, and, and we only get paid is if we fulfill someone who's desperately needing this product. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, that's, that's, and, and that's where the money is. That's where the money comes from. That, that's a, that's a nice way to look at it. Um, should we should we dive into actually? Let's first of all, should we start talk about what you ended up creating this this uh, app that you created? We're gonna we're gonna have a quick look at it. So if you're listening on the podcast, uh, you're probably gonna need to jump onto the YouTube channel. But this is something that I actually thought was pretty good. Um, something that I probably would have needed. With the recent uh, time changes that have just gone on around the world, with you know summer to, to winter time, I was traveling, and and I, I even just was quite taken taken aback by the opening changing on, on the market one week when I was getting back on a on a Monday after getting um, stranded in 
um in Auckland with with these guys uh so do you want to do you want to share your screen here yeah and absolutely we'll, we'll have a look at it absolutely absolutely tired of missing trades or spending hours at the charts introducing my robot builders club with our platform you can build bots in minutes not weeks without any coding required get lifetime access to my video course vip community and over 40 ready-made robots works with mt4 or mt5 and as a bonus you'll get three months access to my robot lab where we build and test bots on live calls every week join the hundreds of traders who are trading smarter not harder click the link in the description to learn more get the free training and download a free robot it's a desktop app we've made for the Mac, uh, same exactly what you were saying just a minute ago. I had to bug my team. I'm like, look, I'm traveling a lot. I hate calculating um, what time, what time zone I'm in, what time will London open, what time will New York open. I don't want to do all that stuff. I want a timer. Give me a timer. So they've built something that gives me a timer and a local time, you know, and it sits nicely on my menu bar on the top right. So this is the logo for a market countdown. Uh, it's available on the Mac app store for the desktops you know, and laptops. Um, so what you can see like right now, London's open. Um, it will tell you London's been open for 36 minutes uh, and it's 8.36 a.m. in London right now. So the reason why I, I had it built like this is I, you know, we trade a lot around the opens, you know, same thing what we just talked about, right? you know, trade where the action is, the actions are around the open. Okay, so it's very important to basically know, yeah, I don't want to trade London. It's been open for seven hours and 36, uh, sorry, Tokyo. It's been open for seven hours and 36 minutes. I don't want to do that. So we made it clean. You know, you can put as many as you want. You can even put in Sydney in there. The ones that are open, they become dark. The ones that are closed, they become light gray. You can even clean it up in case you want to save some space and make it compact where it actually shows you little with little characters on top, you know, keep it nice and simple. And you can choose if you don't like the countdown, you can still make it a local time and it will tell you the local time of um, uh, the countries. So, you know, there's a lot more development coming into this right now. It's available for free uh, on, on the app store and we will be uh, bringing out the economic calendar to it. Oh, so, right. Yeah, oh, it's cool. going to be built right into it. So it's just like right there, right under, you know, corner of your eye. You're like, I already see what's going on uh, with the timing, but I also see what's coming up, what's going to impact the market, what's going to move the market. Uh, yes. So this is going to become extremely, extremely useful, at least for me. You know, this is something yeah, I no, will. It will. Yeah, no, look, it, 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 I mean, you know, saves you opening up different browser tabs and finding out all that information every single yeah. time you want to do it, which is what I do. So, uh, yeah, very useful tool there. Now, um, should we dive into, I want to cover a couple of things on a price chart before we wrap up here. And, uh, and I know cool. the guys listening on the pod are probably going to be needing to jump in here and have a look to see what it, what we're doing on the YouTube video. So yeah. do you want to open up a price chart? And what we'll do is, uh, I suppose... The first thing, and it's come up quite a few times, is trend lines. So I want to see your take on trend lines because we've had a number of guests recently come on. Um, uh, in fact, three in, in recent weeks who do use trend lines as part of their trading. And a lot of other traders who do different styles don't like trend lines and slag them off. And, you know, they think they're a whole lot of rubbish. So I want to get your view on it just as almost a, a kind of impartial uh, impartial bit of a, bit of information. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we don't really focus on trend lines as sort of like it's uh, it's an you know 
a necessity thing to really focus on. It's just a moving support and resistance, you know, if you want to put it that way. Um, but, you know, for, for the sake of discussion, yeah, like we could talk about trend lines real quick. Right, folks, we're going to make a transition here into that 2015 episode I did with Naveen. Episode 2 of Trading Art. I did have a bit of experience at that point, but I'm sure I'm not as good as I am now. Uh, so you're going to hear me probably stumbling through a few questions. Naveen killing it. Let's just get on with it. Here we go. It's about 15 minutes of Naveen just dropping value that you guys can use in your own trading. So let's hear from him. So in the beginning, what do you think made you different from the average mum or dad trader out there? I mean, what, what gave you the... What what do you think gave you the the push to to spend seven to eight years really getting this right, and what do you think? I mean, I like if I look at myself, what do you think sort of made you different than me, where I had my seven and eight years, and I mean what I what I notice is that I probably didn't try as many things as you. I mean, is there something else that um, that you might sort of attribute your success to? Um. Well, there's probably very minor things that might set me apart and a majority of things that basically say I'm just like the other guys um, because it, it's trading is not a sport that you're born with. You have to build it, right? It, it's not that uh, no one can do it, only a select few who are born in a certain star alignment. You know? <laughs> but um, it, it's a mind game. And uh, it, the seven to eight years kept going by um it's because i I just have this personality of if i'm into something i'm not gonna quit like that's just who i am through my personality and anyone can acquire that personality um but it takes a time of dedication of it's not just trying things or looking for the answer but it's if you do a trade are you saying once this trade loses or wins okay good next trade or do you have the time to stop and be like what was good about this trade? What was bad about this trade? What did I learn from this? How can I do more or less of this? And then your next trade. That's something I did very regularly and very consistently uh, throughout the years, which just made my learning curve faster. So I look at my seven to eight years as I, I was, I, I went fast <laughs> because the average trader will not take seven to eight years. It'll probably take longer um, because it's not you need to be in the right mindset to really tackle this information um, because uh, when, when you really when you really look at the situation you can go to college for example and at a bachelor's degree you can get your bachelor's degree get out there get a job and get paid and then go get a master's degree and get paid a little bit more and then a phd get paid a little bit more in trading there is no such thing as at a certain level you'll get paid something it's either you get paid or you don't. That there is no paid less. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's either you win or you don't. It's end of story. So you really have to work super hard. Like. Okay. So if you were a, a retail trader working a day mm-hmm. job, what steps would you take to start earning income trading? That is. Um. Well. Okay. So so I, I get this question quite a lot, and and I, I know the answer that. You know, people might be listening into might be thinking maybe it's the right broker or it's the right strategy. Uh, it's actually we need to focus on understanding what the how the market works um, properly and on why supply and demand is activating at certain areas. And secondly, where do human emotions kick in? Where do people panic? Where do people get greedy? 
and use Bitcoin as an example. At what point did you start seeing people getting greedy? If you use that concept and revert to any single chart that where a human is involved, whether it's futures, stocks, uh, forex, options, it's the same pattern. And that is the only only way you can get a 95.5 percentage because at any one given point, someone is buying, someone is selling. So how do you get a 95.5 difference if at any single time there's a buyer and a seller? It doesn't make any sense. It's because in certain conditions, majority of the people turn one-sided. So during these emotional moves, emotional candles, uh, which we call them uh, these strong big uh, red bars or green bars, makes people panic and jump into a trade very late. Uh, and that's the stuff you need to learn to uh, take advantage of. Once you understand that concept, then any strategy that you like is going to work and uh, knowing when not to touch that strategy is the key. So uh, it, these are the three aspects is, is do your post analysis, learn from each trade um, and uh, know when not to do your strategy. So understanding the market flow to know when not to touch your strategy and stand aside. And how um, and you mentioned sort of uh, supply and demand candles. Um, I mean, what do you think? What are you? I suppose looking at the way you teach your students uh, how to trade, are you more focused mm-hmm. on uh, candlestick patterns or, or more just price movement and general patterns across? a price chart um more on the price more on price um i'm you know there is an awareness of patterns but depends where the pattern is so i can't say a pattern in the middle of a trend is useful but a pattern towards the edge of a trend a lot more weight a pattern in the middle of a range not useful but a pattern that pokes out of a range a lot more useful so the answer for me is always going to be it depends it depends where that uh, technical knowledge is is put into the chart. Again, if we, if we had to split your trading up into technical versus fundamental, I mean, what does that split look like? How much how much weighting do you give to fundamentals? Um, so ninety nine percent technicals, one percent fundamentals. Um, right. <laughs> so the the one percent just being I'm aware of what news are coming out, but I don't go into analyzing them, interpreting them, or putting weight on it. Okay, so so thinking about a price chart, what three things would you recommend a novice trader educate themselves on? Um, know when to buy before a buy is established. Know when to sell before a sell is established. Key, that is a key to trading. If you're buying and the buy is already visible, then everybody is buying. Who are you buying from? So basic logic questions that need to be asked. Um, uh, and then the other thing is, you know, for novice traders, I, I see this time and time again, don't just try trades, you know, learn from them. If you made a mistake, good, that's money well spent, learn from it, don't let it go uh, and make the same mistake again. So um, this is something that's missing a lot with retail traders uh, is they're spending so much money on their own trades along with their education, but they're not learning from their trades, uh, which is very valuable. And, and why do you think that is? Um, it's the it's the necessity to grow faster. We're in an industry where it's all about instant gratification. So there is this need to hit success faster, quickly as possible. So once they're done with the trade, it's all about, well, you know, 
you have Tony Robbins running in the back of your mind. Hey, you want to do something in life? You got to take action. So they're looking to take action all over the chart. <laughs> like, so yeah. it's it's all about trying to push the markets. You know, you got to work to earn money. You got to do something with your life. So it's this concept running in the back of your head that's pushing traders to just keep taking trades and hopefully it'll magically turn okay. It doesn't work, unfortunately, like that in trading. Um, you have to learn from your mistakes. Take your time and then take the next trade and learn from that. So you you, you can't, uh, unfortunately, that's the step we can't bypass. We can bypass many things using technology, but we can't bypass the, this learning curve of failure and then winning and then failure and winning. It's, and it's, if you got any sort of surefire fixes to that, if there's you know traders out there who just for whatever reason take the trade, move on to the next one, they've been told a million times you've got to do the analysis, but they don't do it. Have you got any either advice or tips for them? Um, yeah, uh, they need to find out what their main goal is. See, um, if you're trading just for the sake of trading because you're trying to just find the answer, it's not good enough. But if you really, before you start start your trading, you start your day with this basic understanding of, hey, I am trading to make money. So I am not looking to lose money. Okay, once that concept really sets in emotionally that I'm not looking to lose money, so then what must I do to make sure I don't lose money? It's not about making money at all. It's all about what should I do to not lose money? If you control that, you'll make money automatically. Guys, fantastic advice. I think we're going to use it as the quote for the show. Um, that's brilliant. Now, on the um, on the price chart thing again, so you mentioned moving averages before. Are you using any indicators these days, or are you just got a naked chart? Um, naked chart. I use uh, some, indica- uh, some uh, moving averages just to help me with a visual reference. Um, otherwise, I use tick volume. Uh, that that's always on my charts to get an idea of if the market's active or not, uh, and that's about it. Otherwise, naked charts. And what about objects? Do you use any objects uh, when you're marking up a chart? Um, just horizontal lines. Righty ho, pretty simple there. Very very good. Right, so look, I'm going to move on to the quick fire round. So this is uh, this is. Nine questions that are going to help the listeners understand what it takes to become a successful trader. Now, some of them are not that quick in terms of being able to answer them, but give it your best shot. The idea is to okay. go th- go speedily through the second part. Right, so here we go. First one, how long did it take you to go from a trading newbie to consistently profitable? Uh, eight years. What's your mental you approach? How long? Right? Yeah. yeah. What, what's Sorry. your mental approach, <laughs> approach to trading, and do you have any special techniques you can share with us? Um, mental approach is I am trading against other people, um, and I, so I need to be aware of how they're thinking to get my edge. Um, and uh, did you? What was the next question? The, the techniques you said. Yeah. Do you have any special techniques? Um, okay. Um, every time a a move goes in a certain direction, measure it. So, for example, if you have a initial blast up which slows down and then it blasts up again and then it slows down, blasts up again. Each blast up that happens, measure the distance it does compared to the next one. If you see the distance getting shorter, the momentum is fading. Stop trying to buy more of it. You need to get ready to get out. 
Nice. Nice tip there, guys. Um, what's your favorite entry setup? Um, well, the, the language I use might be different uh, than the average trader, but I, I, I like to fade trades, I guess, if you want to call it. Uh, okay, yeah, um, yeah, fade trades. Yeah, fading, yeah. fading trades, reversals in the trend, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, that makes sense. What, uh, what strategies do you use to exit or manage active trades? Um, I am aware of um, uh, support resistance areas, sudden peak volumes coming in that indicates uh, larger players exiting the trade. That would be a good sign for me to get out as well. Um, news events. Um and uh, if I see momentum fading also. Um, but if I have a sudden, like, if you just uh, remember uh, the design of Bitcoin, the reason why I keep saying that is because it's very, it's still implemented in people's heads. The move starts, and then it does another blast. It's fine, does another blast. They're all equal. And then the final blast is larger than usual. When you see that, that is an emotional candle. If it's happening at the end of an and uh, at the end of a trend, not at the beginning, that means people are jumping in on the buys when it's actually cashing out time. You, so that is a very good opportunity to cash out and stop the buying. And if you're really pro, uh, actually sell. Righty ho. Nice another tip there, guys. This is a fantastic interview. Um, what's your recommended trading book? Mm, I mostly read uh, psychological trading books. So... Um, uh, Trading in the Zone, that one's pretty good. Uh, Trade Mindfully by Gary Dayton, that's pretty good as well. Um, these two, I would say, uh, top much. If there was one thing you'd recommend to any tr- retail trader spend the next month mastering, what would it be, why, and how could they go about mastering it? Open up your Excel file, start jotting down what you do on a day-to-day basis, do it consistently, and find out your, your stats on that. You need to know what you're good at and what you're not good at and learn to repeat that. And then if, you're, if you prove to yourself you're good at a certain thing, then start scaling. Be the one-trick pony. It's okay. And, and go big because that's what trading is all about. Who's the biggest guy on the street? So if you can't trade big and you're just looking for different strategies, it's, it's a zero-sum game. You're going to end up at the same spot where you started. So learn to learn one thing. Do it well and scale and scale big. Naveen, thank you very much for coming on the show uh, once again. Uh, 200 odd episodes on. I can't believe it, but yeah, really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Uh, before we wrap up, what's the best way for the folks to find out more about you and, and everything you're doing over there? Uh, yeah, so our YouTube channel would be the best way to reach out to us. Uh, we also have Instagram. Not so active. You know, I, I don't have I don't show my ass as much, but like, but YouTube is the best way um, at Urban Forex on YouTube. So, Brilliant, brilliant. Well, look, a big thank you to Naveen for sharing with us today. Everything we've discussed here, along with any links he's mentioned, are in the show notes. To find them, simply search for Naveen in the search box on tradingnut.com. Until next time, wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. All right, folks, interviews, interviews, yes, interviews, both of them <laughs> done with Naveen there. Uh, now, if you do want to check out those two videos I mentioned at the start of the show, the candlestick and the trendline one, then they're dropping on the channel here, a YouTube channel that is going. If you're not here already, click that subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Uh, click on that notifications bell and you click all and you'll get notified when these new videos drop Uh, also the live streams are happening on the channel as well so something new happening this week with the live streams I'm not going to spoil it just yet go and check them out to see what it is and also
also, last but not least, we've got that part two of the three-part support and resistance series with Jamie Palmer. Part one, people loved. Part two is even better, and part three is actually fantastic. So you guys need to go and check that out all over there on Trading Nut uh, YouTube channel mainly. All right, folks, enough from me. Have a great trading week, and we'll see you in the markets.